Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats Show. You know, you know who, who your hosts are, Vensky Belazer and Edom Ekpi. So we are here with a really special guest with Rock from Rock Your Business. Um, so first off, thank you very much for reaching out to us um, and being guests on our show. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure, man. Appreciate it. So uh, for everyone listening, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you like, subscribe to our YouTube channel and turn on those notifications so you are up to date and get those notifications whenever a video drops. So make sure you're following us and you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us on all social media on Instagram at everybodyeats.pod on Instagram, on Twitter, EBE pod. And again, on YouTube, everybody eats show. And you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. We are on there. So make sure that you are tuned in. You guys are up to date and don't be selfish. Everybody eats, right? Yes. Uh... All right. So uh, let's get this episode started. So Rock, if you can uh, tell the people where you're from, what do you do? What is Rock Your Business um, and how that all started? Well, first, my name is Rock. Um, and I'm from North Carolina, been living here for a while. Actually, I'm from Virginia, excuse me. Moved to North Carolina about five, six years ago. Um, love to see you now here. It's, you know, quiet, peaceful, you know, away from that that city life. And Rocker Business, and pretty much pretty much what I do, I help online entrepreneurs grow engaged communities, and I show them how to flip those uh, communities of loyal supporters into repeat customers. You know, I do this through personal branding, social media marketing, email marketing, and funnel building. So, and it really all started because um, about four years ago, way before the pandemic, um, Ashley was the general manager for a flooring company, right? However, the sales weren't where they were supposed to be to keep the to keep the brands running. So what they decided to do was to downsize and thus eliminate my position. Mind you, I have, you know, wife, I have four kids. I got to figure out how I'm going to feed everybody, right? So I just decided to use a lot of my tactics from use from relationship building and just personal business skills in general and just inject that into a business. So I first started doing affiliate marketing. And for those who don't know what that is, is when a company gives you a link and those who click and buy from the link, you get then you then get paid a commission. So that's how probably I started averaging out about four figures online. I got my first thousand dollar commission, then two thousand dollar commission. But then as I started getting this rapid success, I said, okay, let me transition and show people that you can do this online. Like the money's out here. Let me just show you how to do it for your business and grow the right way. So that's pretty much what started my transition from this affiliate marketing to coaching. And it's been a, a beautiful journey. And I love really impacting lives of entrepreneurs because a lot of people, they don't understand really how to market their business the right way. They don't understand how to build a following. They don't understand how to sell without selling. So that's all the things we cover. And that's what I like to, you know, to give the people to grow their brand and grow the business. Uh, for sure. Um, and that's obviously that's super important. That's the world that we live in. Everything's online. If you have a business, you gotta have a website, you got or not necessarily just a website, a funnel, yeah. right? Right. That's the that's the thing. It's not yeah. a website, at least a funnel. Um, gotta have some sort of online presence, gotta have some social media presence. Um, so that's real that's that's real important, making sure people understand um how that works, how to leverage and and do all that stuff. Uh so you said now that you do uh you do some coaching. So that, that that's real dope. So that's like um you went from doing it like you say you started off with affiliate affiliate marketing right along online um doing it yourself and now you're, you're helping people so um i guess like how, how is that like you know your journey with the first couple of clients teaching people how, how is that going on after accommodating all that experience yourself well because i came from a management background 
teaching people and coaching people is to, to me it comes easy, right? Now we're just really switching gears and just understanding where people are in their journey. So my first couple of clients, I really had to find really my coaching style and how that, you know, and how I was going to really show them where they are in their journey. Because everyone's a different, a different level. Some people are starting from zero. Some people are constantly making four or five figures, but they still have no social media presence. So that's one of the first beginning challenges you have as a coach. You got to figure out where, what your personal style is and where your people are. That way you can give them the best transformation. So my first client, actually, I kind of, um, I work for free. I just pretty much said, hey, you know what? Let me give you two free sessions. I don't think I asked for you was a video testimony. Right. So we, you know, did two sessions that want to know how to create a brand Instagram page and how to create content. So that's, you know, is what we did. And their following took off like wildfire. They started off at like 100. I think now they're at maybe like 10K at this point. This was and this is a while ago. So, well, and how we um, and pretty much once the testimonial came back, when I put that on my profile and I posted on Facebook, I started getting more, you know, more traction, started using that relationship piece a bit more. So I leveraged Facebook groups. So even though I don't have my own, um, I joined several Facebook groups, with like 50,000 members, 70,000 members, and just continue to drop value. And then, you know, just pretty much give knowledge out for free. And then once that happened, the admin started to con contact me, you know, one said, hey, you know, can you be a moderator? Another one asked me do a live. And the minute I did that live, I got like 30 book calls the next day for coaching because I just, you know, started giving value and just speaking versus just trying to keep a lot of information inside because coaches tend to have a tendency to do that, right? Yeah. They'll give you enough, but they want to get, the, you know, they want you to pay before they eat the rest of the season, right? I, and I'm against that. I'd rather just give the information out there because what you realize is even if you were coaching, give it all for free, people will still have a problem with implementation. And that's where you come in and help and be that guy for it. No, that, that's sorry, that, but, but that's the smartest thing, like in terms of coaching, I ever heard because, um, I mean, uh, I can't, uh, I can't, I guess, but uh, for, like you know, forex traders and stuff, they got the IML Academy and everything, and you always hear like, you know, I made six figures, I did this down the third today, yada yada yada. But like a lot of that information, you know, is, is stuff. Uh, I mean, a you can learn on your own, but b like the way I see it is instead of me paying. Uh, a subscription for X amount of dollars. Why don't you just give me the information and then help me in implement it? So I personally, I'm sure maybe not the whole world agrees with me, but I, I like that uh, um, tactic, that specific tactic, because it's real. It, like you said, it's, it's, it's free and it's like um, you, you, you're not only giving enough to spark interest, but you've, you've kind of got them at that point, you know? Right, right. The name of the game now for online marketing and business is giving away value, right? It's pretty much who can give the most value away. And value, it comes in, my, in three pillars in education, inspiration, and entertainment. You know, even though the word is subjective, if you're able to give enough of that to people, then they're going to trust you. You know, attention and trust right now is the biggest currency online. So, therefore, once you're able to get both, then you pretty much got, like you said, you got them at that point. You can develop those relationships and then they'll be happy to throw money at you to help solve their problem. Oh, for real. I should, um, that, that was what you said. You said value is information. You said information. Yeah, it's uh, education, inspiration, or entertainment. Those are, yeah, those are three pillars of value that most people, you know, for example, like you scroll, some people, they're not interested in learning something new. They just want to go online and scroll and look at stuff that entertains them. But some people follow certain pages for specific reasons. People turn yeah. into y'all podcast for a specific reason. Y'all giving value to them. So it's the same, it's the same concept, but for, it's different for every individual. No, nah, for sure. I think, I think that's really important because um, like you said, that kind of breaks down your, um, 
on, on, a, on a high level, that kind of breaks down your industry whenever you want to start like an online business. You know, like what kind of content are you creating, right? Like if you're creating it for, you know, again, like for this podcast or like business pages, if you're creating like informational content, right? Teaching people, um, you know, people want to know oh, how do I do my taxes or do people want to learn about, you know, stocks or they want to learn about like these financial tips. Um, or if like you're like an online comedian, right? Or if you're just trying to make funny videos online and people come to you because they want to see you make, you know, do funny videos. They want to see you do that. Or if you're someone like, you know, thing like Eric Thomas, right? People go to him for motivation, you know? So like everyone got that little, that little niche or niche, whatever, however you want to pronounce it, um, of that type of content or type of business that they're in. So I think that's real important for people. They want definitely want to start a business. Like they have to figure out you know, what kind of category am I going to be under? Who's your audience? Always comes back to know your audience. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And self-awareness, you know. Right. Because you got to know who you are first, right? Before you start really trying to promote yourself and promote business, you know, as a business. I tell people all the time, you know, a lot of people say, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. But I'll take it even deeper than that. You know, even if you just start developing a personal brand. Because personal brands are going to be are bigger, especially this year, than business brands, right? And I'll give you guys an example. Like if um, like if Nike came out with a line of refrigerators, right? You look at Nike like they're stupid, right? Like why are you coming out with fridge with fridge? Y'all do shoes. But if Oprah Winfrey came out with a line of refrigerators, y'all probably go buy them, depending on how hard y'all rock with Oprah. So it's that same mindset for people. Just put yourself out there as a personal brand, have something to stand for, create content around it. And eventually, once you do figure out what you want to do, you already have an audience that like that, you know, that likes you enough to back you up. Got it. Could you could you go a little bit more in depth on uh, personal branding? I think that's really important. I, I'm not sure if everyone fully understands what that really means. Um, is it, is it, cause I, I, I've seen a lot of people on, on social media that I have on their Instagram page, public figure, public figure, <laughs> uh, personal vlog. Personal oh vlog. man. Y'all. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> it's like, and it's like, and right. they, and yo, I, I'm sorry. They posted nothing, nothing, <laughs> but them on top of a hood of a car with the license plate blacked out car. They probably don't owe and Matt, all, all the money in their bank account, you know, flash. exactly. Exactly. Because, so is, well, that, is that a good example of personal <laughs> brand? Can you can you can you let the people know and tell the people what is personal branding? Listen, that what you guys said is personal branding done wrong, all the way wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> but personal branding is pretty much you defining your audience and your own voice, and you're just creating more substance around it. So, for example, like I said, like you know, I don't know, and I'm like Oprah Winfrey. She's more of a personal brand, but yet she owns a million dollar company named Harpo. You may not care about that but you care about oprah it's the same thing you're just pretty much developing your personality and your voice online and even if you don't like say even if you don't know what you want to want to do yet just you know post stories be on video just talk about something that you think your audience would want to would want to know about you know and a lot of times people struggle with that because they have a fear about getting on camera and fear about getting on video my message to everybody's like you're gonna have to gonna have to get over it right because if you peep there's a reason why instagram took the home button from the bottom of the page and put the reels button there instead because they want people to get used to seeing more short-term video you know yeah. why they want people to, to look at more short-term video so you can keep on their platform longer and do you know why they want you on the platform longer so they can show you more ads so the more ads they show you the more money they make it's always being sold exactly so you have to play to the to their algorithm what you want to do you know you have to you have to play that strength so right now if they're promoting video 
then you need to be at least knocking out one one reel, one video a week on at least Instagram. Other platforms have their you know specific al- algorithms and things that progress you quicker. But at least for IG, definitely knock out that one video a week. Uh, for sure, that's definitely uh, that's definitely a gem. I made a few uh, reels on the Everybody East page like maybe two weeks ago at this point about um, Instagram's algorithm. Uh, Instagram's algorithm, they're really pushing reels. Um, they want they want you to make original content on their platform. So, you know, that's why um, if they see a watermark of like a TikTok watermark on your video, it doesn't get uh, uh, doesn't get shared as much. Um, but again, like you said, that's a lot of gems. There's a reason Instagram is pushing these videos because one, they're pushing it. So people, like you said, can stay on their platform and you got to take advantage of, of people, um, of like I said, algorithm, algorithms, I can't even talk, right? You got to take <laughs> advantage of the algorithms put in place. Um, you know, so you can eat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, that's, cool. that's what they're giving you. If that's the game they want to play, then, you know, got to play it, got to play it, got to play it. So definitely. Personal branding is more like I said, right now, everyone wants to do it, but everyone doesn't have real direction. Like when you, when you see a personal brand, I'm talking about down to a color scheme. And the reason why you pick that color scheme is because blue is your favorite color or green is your favorite color. I'm talking about the, the psychology, you know, red for boldness, blue for trust, green for, you know, calmness and nature, things of that, you know, things along the lines of that typography meaning your font styles and keeping those in unison like when you create a personal brand i think about all those things because the personal brand is pivot proof and what i mean by that even if you go down the road two years later right and then you find something else that interests you you can implement that into your personal brand and the people still will receive it but if a business brand if you do that you're stuck you know and you don't want to get stuck out here in the online business game so if you want to if you know what you want to do but you add skills like for myself me i started off with email marketing and social media then i developed an asset for funnel building now i talk about funnel building but yet if i'd have said it's rocker funnels you know or a rocker social media if i started funnel building i'd be stuck so that's the thing you have to consider when you're building a brand that's not that's a lot of gems that's a lot of gems for people um do you do you have any other tips or you know advice you think people should keep in mind when they're building their personal brand you mentioned color scheme down to the color scheme to the typography so do you have anything else maybe people could use um in, in building that right when i and i'm gonna go back to what i said earlier about posting value like the pictures of yourself those are okay pictures of whatever you like it's okay but make sure what you're giving is grabbing attention enough to enough for them to follow you for the right reasons, you know, and that's majorly important because all about it's all about community, right? You know, it, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Followers is 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 a vanity metric, right? Yeah. You need to focus on engagement in your content and focus on page views because that's gonna gonna show you who's taking the time to to stop their day and interact with what you have going on. Because then once you build that community, you'll get more traction and then it'll stay with you for the long haul. Like the same people that follow me, I got a fraction of them on my email list. So I talk to them like two, three times a week, right? And they build and we build that community. And I'm about to transfer to WhatsApp as well to get them on a more personal level. But once you start developing those systems, then once you get customers, it'll, it'll be on repeat because then they're bought into you, not necessarily what you're selling. I don't know if anybody knows that. You saw how he, you know, that, that personal level comment, that's that trust, you know, he's building and, uh, giving his clients so got to got to you have to give them a unique experience got to stop thinking about benefits and you know and just features of stuff and really try to embrace the customer experience 
and give them something that's that's lasting, right? Because it doesn't matter if it's the top quality. If like, you have a bad experience, you have a bad experience. It's going to forever taint your mind. But if you have something that's really stood out and really helped you and was really valuable, then you're going to remember that forever. There's no replacing that. Yeah. Right. No, I really like that. That's a, that's a lot of gems. Um, could you uh, talk about funnel building? I feel like I think we mentioned this maybe in our last episode when we spoke with Top Figure um, on, on e-commerce. But and I think a little bit with Kyrie, uh, the importance yeah. of building funnels. Um, so for people who don't know, again, um, could you explain to them what is a funnel, how it's a little bit different than a website um, and what you can use a funnel for? Right. OK, so a funnel is a version of a website, but it's designed to get you more leads and sales. The reason why people now are more focused on funnels is, of course, to stop the distraction. If you go to a website, you have things like the home page, the about me page, the contact page. You have so many different links that can distract them from your main goal. But a funnel, your objective is to get leads that can lead to a sale. So therefore, it's more it's more direct. So you have your bold headlines, you have your um, you know, your your free item that people normally opt into to get that email address. You could build that community on the back end. Then you have, of course, the first purchase. And then you have an upsell, meaning um, once they click and buy this item for like $9, they can buy another item for like $20, $30, right? Okay, that's an upsell. That way you increase the amount of money you get on the back end. So you may seem like you're only selling a $7 product or a cheap product, but really you may have about four or five upsells is going to get you $500 if everybody goes through it. So that's the real goal of the funnel is to get those leads and to get sales. For sure. It's real strategic. You're real strategic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and definitely like every, I feel like, and, and it's, there's a misconception that my business won't work for a funnel. Any single business can use a funnel. I don't care if you sell clothes, nails, whatever, wigs, lace fronts, all that. You can it can be built uh, a funnel for that because again, you're just shifting people on a customer journey to, to get them to hit that that buy now button. Got it. So, um, I guess how does someone start? Like, you know, yeah. someone you hear like, all right, cool. You know, it, it's gonna help me get more leads, but you know. For someone, is is the process the same for any type of business? Like, how would someone start, you know, with the actual process of like, all right, I sell shirts. I want to, you know, build a funnel for my shirt business. Like, how does, what's the first step that people take in order to actually implement that? Well, first, you got to see what your objective is. Are you trying to just get leads where you can just contact later? Are you trying to get direct sales? So first, you got to find out what's really your objective. Two, you got to figure out your um your price point and as well as like what, what even more so what you want to do because there's different funnels for different reasons. There's funnels specifically for low ticket products. There's funnels specifically for courses, right? More like your 200 to, to 597 range. You have funnels for, um, of course, for coaching or high ticket, they may be a couple thousand dollars. There's funnels for even done for you service. So we're talking about five, 10 grand at a time. So if you tell them the t-shirts, and I'm just going to give you an example because that's the one you gave me. For a t-shirt, it will be, I'll create a simple funnel. Email list where you get a, I'm sorry, a opt-in page where you sign up. And then you get a, a free item or like a discount code or something. And then you take it straight to the specific shirt. Notice how I said a specific shirt, not a bunch of options. Because, again, the goal of a funnel is to get something sold and not to give people options to, to have um, decision paralysis, meaning they see so much stuff, they don't buy anything at all. 
So that's what I would do on a beginner level. Like, and there's many ways to learn about funnels. Um, if you check out Udemy, that's U D E M Y dot com, they have hundreds and hundreds of courses and digital marketing courses as well. Some of them are paid and some are free. You're gonna obviously get the more bang for your buck for the for, for the uh, for the paid courses. But if you catch it on a sale day, you can get like five, 10 courses for like 40, like 40, 50 dollars because they'll run them like five dollars at a time instead of like 197 dollars at a time. So oh. there's a lot of free resources out there to learn. Well, what's the name of the site for for those who who didn't write it down the first time? Udemy. That's U D E M Y dot com. That's that free game for you guys. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the value. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. For sure, for sure. Um, damn, before we go to our next segment, any... Nah, I'm, I'm, we're we going to save save whatever we got for last segment. I, I, I think... Uh, save that. Pretty save that good. Gem, for sure, for sure. Um, so... Uh, again, one so you guys, that was a lot of gems that, you know, for, for this first segment, right? Um, you guys want to, if you have a small business um, or starting off with your business and you want to get some informational courses, make sure you check out Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com. Um, so that's real uh, helpful. Funnels, just like the idea of funnels. I know I've been seeing them on social media more lately, and it took me a while to kind of understand, like, is a funnel like a website? Is it a yeah. process? Like, what was it? Um, so I having multiple conversations that's definitely helped me understand like the process of and it, it just makes sense like you want you know you want people to get to the you want to get to a goal as soon as possible right so like I think that's that that's um real important um and it just it just makes sense all right so Edom got that quote for us what we got um so the quote is evolve don't age hmm. simple Evolve, don't age. Evolve, don't age. I don't know. Tips? Um, black. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pretty young. Pretty young person, still alive. Um, Industry. Podcast space. Clothing line space. Podcast. Evolve, don't age. Uh, young person, I think they're 23. Yeah, not ringing a bell. That's a tough one, there, bro. I ain't gonna go, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> College graduate, I don't know. That. I really don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, man. That's an Edom quote. Nah, I, I had to mix it up. I had to mix it up. <laughs> right, right. That's crazy. I, I don't think I ever told Besky. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Evolve, don't age. Uh, quote is evolve, don't age. I'm, I'm, um... what, do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to give us some context now. So, uh, so I I was listening to probably like I was I was listening to podcasts a while ago, like last year I think, and I think I, they were just talking about. Um, I completely forgot the topic. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean they were they were saying something that really like stuck with me, and they were just talking about current events and whatnot, and just like how um, um, I think old methods just weren't like like 
like some, uh, not all of them can keep up with if uh you know 2020 2020 2021 uh, um right now but um you just have to keep up with the times and i i took that personally as uh um you, you get a lot of uh i think not being able i mean not being able to evolve and adapt and keep up you get issues where you know you have the older generation who can't keep up with uh you know work from home because they don't know all the uh technology um and then even in in um in other spaces you kind of have people who hold on to some, a lot of outdated ideals or just like um views that really that realistically like you know it's not gonna stand anymore in this in in this day and age so i just thought you know um uh don't just grow up don't just get older you know so evolve as you age you know we all know we all heard of or all have might have that one person we know that is like 56 but acts like they're 20 25 or or, or you know just way younger than they should be so evolve don't age Nah, I gotta adapt, you know, especially, you know, we, we're talking about this episode, we're talking about online marketing, email, uh, you know, online marketing, you know, promoting your, your business online. And like, you know, that's what you, if you want to have a business in 2021, that's what you need to be doing. You know, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, it wasn't really, you know, the thing more and more of an in-person experience, but got evolved, can't just get old and stick to the, you know, methods that, you know, worked 20 years ago. Sure, it worked 20 years ago, but technology changes, people change, mentalities change. Jobs so, change, jobs, jobs change. get taken. Right, right. And in fact, you mentioned that because recently a lot of my students have been from like the, um, the insurance and finance industry. And when I mentioned them things about branding and about social media and how to really craft the message and create content, they look at me like, well, that's never been done before. And if, if you really look at it in real estate industry, it really hasn't. So that's just, you know, you're right. It has to, you know, all industries are going to eventually have to update and reanalyze and rethink how they think about content, how they think about their message, and how they think about how they market themselves. Now, I've never seen um, a life support ad on Instagram. I've never even seen a life support page on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook, like but the, I definitely have it. Life, life alert? Like. Like, no, I I like life life support. I said life support tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean life insurance. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, right. I, 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 I don't, no, no, I, I've like, seen how far I can't get. Yeah. I love that lady. Um, <laughs> but not nah, uh, uh, life insurance. I probably I've never seen a life insurance commercial at all. Like, I, I no life insurance ad on Instagram specifically, not commercial, but like on Instagram. I've never seen anything like. Um, I forgot what the other sector was you mentioned, but um, oh, um, maybe yeah, but 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 life insurance definitely I've never seen right. Um, but see, but but if they were able to create a message that you could understand. Like let's say you knew nothing about insurance, right? They made it so like, man, it's a side. Let me check it out. Would you then click the ad and get more information? Oh yes, yes. I mean, as long as the information's like you know digestible and stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. They thought along lines of that. Let me create something that people may be interested in. Let me dumb down my my terminology. Then boom, we we can have something here. But that's not being done yet. It will be at some point. But like I said, the, the students I have that are in that sector, it's like it's it's a night and day transformation. Uh, it's kind of funny that you say that. Um, I don't know if you follow Prince Donnell on Instagram. 
but um, he has jumping jack tax, but he also added life insurance to his tax practice. So um, Prince right now, he's really dope because he makes really, like he's been going crazy on the content and he's been doing like reels like three three times a day. Um, and his, his, his reels are like, he, they formulated perfectly for like life insurance. Like he, he does reels like ex- describing like what is life insurance. Then he does like, you know, real, he'll do, he'll do the, the, the TikTok challenges, but then there'll be somewhat like life insurance related. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even if he's not saying something like, you know, like it's your life insurance today, like he, yeah, he still life finds insurance a way related. to throw in those like life insurance ads, um, you know, even in while he's doing like TikTok challenges. So he's like, while you're like, Kiki Kian about the TikTok, like ah, it's funny. He's still promoting his life insurance brand, you right. know, while doing that. You know, so it's kind of funny that you said that. Um, that those are type of ways that people have to adapt when it comes to marketing. It doesn't maybe exactly. I think you said this like when, when we first started, he said sell without selling. I think that's kind of what you said. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, that's kind of what you kind of have to do today, especially with like, you know, you think of like reels and challenges like that. A good way to promote is like, all right, do the challenge. Right, you know, whatever it is, people laugh, but if you could still have like a brand like right there, right there, you know what I'm saying, or like bring it up slowly, you know, you have everyone still you still have the eyes of the you know of the kiki key. You've won, yeah. Still the, the, yeah. have the eyes, but you won at the end because they still, you know, saw your message. So um advertising is changing. It's definitely changing. It is, it is, like I said, and you know what there's another you know, I don't know if you um follow on YouTube, probably do Mr. Beast. And you you know probably know about him. He's a he's a big he's a big influencer, right? Has literally like a couple like I would say more than twenty million followers. I'm sorry, subscribers. But if you look at his analytics, he he gets about a million to two million dollars per video, right? So he launched an online kitchen, right? It was called Mr. Beast Burger. So and when he did, he created some content around it where it was pretty much him opening a little burger joint. And when people was lined up or all the way around the corner, it was, um, you know, he'd hand out a bag here, a bag here. But this bag has 10 grand. This bag has a burger. Which one you want? They, they pick this one. He still go give them both bags anyway. So it was that kind of content. But you make a long story short, what people don't understand is that when he launched those chain of restaurants around the world for a virtual kitchen, it sold more than the Whopper did on opening day. So that just shows you how much online <coughs> influencer, personal branding, branding in general, just thinking outside the box, you know, it really can't, it's going to impact your bottom line at some point. So you have to start thinking about those type of things. Not for sure. It's definitely, it's definitely important. So, uh, Edom, if you could say your quote uh, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the quote is, evolve, don't age by yours truly. <laughs> so we'll take another quick break and then we'll go to our final segment. All right. Final segment. Everybody each show starting in three, two, one. All right. So for this final <coughs> segment, you can stick over here. <laughs> so for this final segment, for this final segment, um, kind of want to go over um one a little bit more. I know, like on on your Instagram page, right? Um, I peep I peep your Instagram page, so you have a funnel, right? For your, you have a. I'm going up again right now. You have a discovery call, email marketing mastery, and then you have your free funnel builder, right? So um, if, if you could, I guess, 
regarding let's talk about the funnel builder first so i guess if you could talk a little bit about your brand and like things that you offer um what value what skills and like what, what are you teaching people um with black business okay so what i pretty much i t- i have two offers that i mainly do and i have a third offer as well i take people through a 12-week program where we pretty much go through i, I brainwash you to the basics of what marketing is now so we start off at target you know target market and really defining what that is so not just you know ages 25 to 45 making this much amount of money i'm talking about like you know what do they think about at night what's their current problem what do they do on a tuesday afternoon we get that deep into it so you can know when it's time to make content now you know exactly who you're talking to um then we go into the branding piece where it's like we're doing what we talked about earlier revamping their colors uh their color scheme finding those uh, images and really creating a brand theme for their personality and they can be the focal point of their business instead of the logo then after that we transition into actually changing their language and creating uh, making creative content where it converts and it results in more inbound leads to whatever the offer is then we also talk about how to package their offer so like i said i had one student he was selling a um, chatbot service for hundred dollars we package it up the way he gives more he gives more value but now he's able to sell it for a uh, four thousand dollars a pop and he made his first sale after his first two sessions so big ups to marcus for that and then also, we work on email marketing and the transition into the community building piece. So we cons- consistently work on that as well. And at the end, we pretty much do an overview. Or we knock out some funnel building exercises so that you can start building your first funnel. Even if it may not be an expansive one, but your first email opt-in, like, you know, the email address and then your, your next offer app after that. So I, that's my primary offer that I recommend people check out. And then the second one is just a pretty much a branding boot camp. So six weeks, we lock in the targeting, branding, and knock it out as much content as we can. So that way, you know how to create instead of being a consumer. Then also, I help I build people's funnels as well. So if you need a funnel built, then I can you know knock that out for you as well. So And I can create any kind of funnel, do a webinar funnel, uh, you know, a, a shop funnel, pretty much a high ticket offer funnel. I can do whatever, it just depends on what specifically the, the customer wants. And then I should show them how to do it at the end. So like, you know, some web designers, they build the website, but then you got to call them every time they need something fixed. I give them all the keys so that afterwards, now you know what to do. You ain't got to call me anymore unless you really need to hire me for something else. Does it all, all I of think, it. Yeah, that's all of it. That's every all step. Every <laughs> the step. entire handbook. The entire. Are you dry yourself or do you have a team that- no, nah, it's just me, solopreneur. That's it. Oh, wow. All right. By himself. <laughs> By myself, yeah. I also got a $27 ebook bundle, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's definitely, that's definitely, uh, that's definitely dope, right? And I commend you because that's a lot of work for, for, you know, one person. So definitely appreciate that. Again, like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of value. Um, in terms of creating content, um, I think, I think that's, that's something that we're doing, right? Like, we're definitely in the middle. So I think that's really applicable. Uh, I know we kind of covered a little bit before in terms of like TikTok, but I wonder if you have any more advice um, for people, you know, wanting to start off. I guess they this is for people who already have a brand, right? So not necessarily like people looking to create a personal brand, but I guess like tips for people to create better <laughs> content, right? So if, if you have any, if you have any ideas, like maybe how can they improve their content so they can see more either, you know, conversions or whatever their goal is at the end of the day. So for the, in the content creation piece, you have to take the ideal out of yourself. A lot of people that own like stores, services, you see their feeds. They post mainly product pictures 
of the or the service or you know some kind of sales side right when you create content you should position your business or your service as an answer to someone's problem but with your content you have to agitate that problem because what people mess up in sales there's three levels right you have your baseline people here you have your problem aware people and then you have the three percent that are going to buy people try to get your baseline to the three percent that's not going to work but if you're able to make people problem aware with your content and ease them on that journey, that that next level up, then you're going to have more success. So I use the 80-20 rule. I create 80% value, 20% sales. So therefore, if you're doing five posts a week, maybe four of them, you create you know, content around your offer, around your business. But it's more like information. Like if you run a financial service, maybe five financial tips you're not doing. And then maybe your last thing will be your business or what you offer, right? And then at the end of the week, you go ahead and post some content that's uh, that's literally like, come shop here, come see me now type, type situation. So that's be my probably my biggest tip is to adopt the 80-20 because you're going to get a lot more feedback from your audience, you know, instead of just putting flyer at the flyer at the flyer at the flyer, right? people just get tired of seeing it. And then when they see your content, they just scroll past it anyway. So you said um, there's three levels of of your audience. You said the the base, and yep. then you, you followed by the problem aware. You said, and then problem aware. So people know that they have a problem. People know they need something, but they know that they're not taking action yet. And you have the three percent, which all ball markers only three percent of your target audience is going to buy from you. Okay. So that's what I mean by by three percent. So people go wrong. They try to get people that aren't problem aware. They're just casual scrollers or don't know what's going on yet, and try to make them and try to get them to buy, and that's where they mess up. But if you're able to make those people problem aware, so for example, I'll go to the weight loss niche, like maybe somebody is overweight, but they don't have time to go to the gym or whatever. You create content saying that these are five, 10 ways that you can work out with limited amount of time. Okay, cool, I see I have, I see I can implement this. And then you create more content where they're helping them along that journey. Now they're gonna, book you for that call. Now they're going to hit your DMs and get more information that way. So like I said, that's just ways you can promote your business without, like I said, without selling, without, you know, selling as hard. Uh, that is smart. That is really smart because they kind of, um, like you said, selling without selling. Instead of just, you know, come up to someone like, oh, buy my product. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it can get a little bit annoying of, you know, same thing like, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this. But when you kind of like bring them along, you know, then it makes it easier. Like, okay, you know, you, you've been rocking with me with all this content. Now I have something to offer, right? And now I think they're going to be something. Exactly, do. exactly. And and I, and I th- and that's how I think. Is that's how I taught when I was a general manager. How I taught my sales team because I was a general manager for a foreign company, so they had to go out prospect clients that had rental properties and apartment complexes. And look, build the relationship. Don't try to close on the first day because you're not going to get no sales. Just, you know. Bring some lunch, tell them, you know, and slowly brag, drag them along. And then they've, you know, then the next week when they're feeling good on that Monday, where, you know, they're fresh, they got nothing on their plate, go close. I, so I, I feel like, <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's exactly like the exact same thing, but I, I watched a video on, uh, I think, Jordan, uh, Jordan Belfort, the actual Wolf of Wall Street. Um, it, was, it was a video of him talking about the pen scene where he asked him to sell the pen. And I said something really similar to what you said about um, people want the base, the the base scroller on Instagram to all of a sudden be in the top three percent. Someone who's going to buy. And you talked about uh, um, if you're selling the pen, I think the biggest issue is people are trying to force you to get the pen. Like, yo, buy this pen. And um, uh, I think uh, rather than 
ask the proper questions. I think probing the need for the pen or, or, um, or giving them, uh, uh, I guess making them aware of, of why that pen, you know, should be bought by them was, was, uh, was where the, the biggest disconnect is. That's where most people fail at selling. So I, I think like, um, I'm sure not what, not, um, the, 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 I'm blanking out. Sorry. But the, the three consumer, uh, idea, I'm sure it's not all one, one size fits all, but it is, I think, uh, the, a big key in most businesses that, uh, a lot of people aren't like it's something a lot of people skip over and and even when you said it, i was kind of like zoned out because i'm like you know i think i think we've done that before i think we <laughs> think we've done that before but um right and it, it's funny because i'm thinking <clears throat> i remember who exactly told me this or maybe i just saw a video online but it was about uh like car salesmen and how like successful car salesmen are successful car salesmen are um and there's <laughs> something similar that some some car salesmen what they'll do is like when you as soon as you walk in, they're trying to say like, "Oh, check out this vehicle. Check out this vehicle." And it's like, "Yo, they don't. You don't even know. They don't even know why you need the vehicle. Right, yeah. They don't even know what kind of right. vehicle." You need. And they're like, you know, the good ones. What they'll do first, they're gonna ask you, you know, like twenty some questions about like, where do you go? Like, how how many days do you drive? Where are you driving? What do you need the car for? So they can kind of like curate that experience and show them, you know, the actual car that they need, or maybe, you know, you don't have that type of vehicle or, you know, you don't have the type of budget. You can be honest and be like, nah, like, you don't have uh, it's okay to let them go. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You know, right, so, right. Um, that that kind of stuck with me because in my head, I, I figured the best car, like, mentally, I'm thinking the best car is the one who's going to be like, ah, you want this car, you want this car, and it's kind of one just like, you know, they, they just got up there, got up their sleeve. Like, it it ain't an it. auction, bro. People ain't here to spend money, you know, like, right away. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. You start to really build that audience, build that connection, and really curate it. Be like, all right, this is what you need it for. Um, then it's a little bit easier to make that sell. Be like, all right, okay, like you know, then then you can sell it. So, um, that's that's real dope. And that that's in general, you guys listening. So whatever business that you have, um, you know, not trying to you know go from zero to hundred right quick. You know, from zero to to buy because you know it's really like I said, it's rare to find those type of people. Kind of have to build that audience first. Mm-hmm. Relationship marketing is what's is, is where we're going to now because people for the most part know when they're being sold to. So, you know, and, and you gotta understand the people that are gonna dominate the market the next 20, 30 years are gonna be millennials and Gen Z. We're all, the, the buying power is only gonna get it gonna increase based on jobs, based on other factors. So you gotta understand that's the mentality that we have now is what we're gonna have 20, 30 years from now. So this mindset that I'm speaking of, you is not going away. So you're going to have to continually be building relationships if you want to have a long-standing business. It's just a part of the game now. Uh, for sure, for sure. So make sure you guys are taking notes, especially if you've got them online businesses. Make sure you guys are taking notes. Um, but before we wrap up, um, I want to ask, do you have any final points, advice, anything you want to let the people know um, you want people to take home regarding businesses, funnels, marketing content wise anything you want people to leave walk with yes don't don't overthink marketing marketing is probably one of the scariest things people do when they start a business but just take it out of yourself and create something for people once you take the inner desire the things you want the things you're looking for the money you're trying to make and focus on creating an experience you're going to create something so powerful that it's going to stand the test of time so focus on impact versus profit Appreciate that. Impact over profit. Okay. Impact over profit. That's a bar. 
So, um, one last uh, item. Uh, if you could drop a song for our playlist, the uh, Everybody Eats Shows playlist, uh, any song that you feel describes your uh, marketing business, how you feel about marketing, or even if you don't have any, just any song you've been uh, really rocking with lately the last few weeks. Uh, I see people they're rocking with. Ah, oh, let me think, man, because I don't really listen to music like that because I'm always working. So and I and I, and I like peace. So if I had to think of songs, see, I was born in 91 and I'm kind of still semi stuck in between 2000 and 2010 somewhat. <laughs> so I'll so and, I, and I'm going to go back towards my journey to this point. I have to say probably Hustler Music by Lil Wayne only because. <laughs> I was in that. I felt like I was in that space at some time. Like everything was good as it is now. I was in them trenches at some point. So, you know, that probably would be my go-to song for my come up and how I got it with my, you know, with my now wife. So, okay. got it, got it. So that's another one to the playlist. Appreciate it. First Lil Wayne song on there. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, before we end, how can people reach out to you? How can people learn more? How can people get involved into their in, in your camp and learn more? about your business so well, what are your socials let people let people know where to find you all right you can check me out on instagram at rock your business you are not you um you can check me out on clubhouse rock your business you can check me out on youtube under rock hunt um you can check me out on linkedin as well under rock hunt so you have different avenues to reach me but i'm telling you my dms are always open you know where we can just have a conversation see where you're at in your business and then yeah we can definitely work on getting y'all right for 2021 and beyond sure, for sure so much appreciated oh and i forgot to say this earlier um, the beginning of the episode, but I like to say how um, I meet our guests. So again, the power committed. of social media. <laughs> He's right? committed. No, bro, it's important because people be sleeping on DMs, right? I think you reach out to us first. Um, I think every guest we've got, pro- probably we're all, this is our 63rd episode. I want to say like, eight. I know, uh, I'm saying eight period weren't because of DMs. Like I'd say, if if I'm thinking right, I can name like at least three that weren't because of DMs, but I think the rest are just DMs through uh, all uh, through Instagram for the most part, through Instagram, through DMs, and getting their emails. So don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Right. That's how we did them DMs. I'm, I'm I'm big on DM selling, man. I'm dead, I'm big on big on building relationships through DMs. So powerful powerful engine if you use it right. That's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. So yeah, you reached out to us first. So we definitely appreciate that. Um, we we love we love it when people reach out to BS on our show. Um, and we're happy that you know you came and dropped some gems. So Not much appreciated. So again, for people listening, I say this almost every time, but make sure you're using those DMs. Don't take advantage. Don't sleep. You never know who you can have um, on your show, on your on your podcast, who you, who you can network be in your network. So don't sleep on that. But on that note, again, Rock, thank you very much for being on our episodes. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you are up to date with all episodes, everything that we are dropping. Make sure you have your notifications on as well so you can get that ding whenever we drop a new episode. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, everybodyeats.pod on Instagram, on Twitter, EBEpod. You can find us, listen to us. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are on there. So make sure that you like and you share. Don't be selfish with this information. Make sure you share it. Everybody got to eat. See you guys next week.